Hello, I'm Emma Rice, the Artistic Director of Wise Children, and you're listening to Wise Children's Lockdown. Our Lockdown Project is about us finding ways of staying close to each other. On this show, I call up an old friend, play some records, and most importantly, get to chat and reminisce. Come and join us for Tea and Biscuits. Hello and welcome to Wise Children's Lockdown Tea and Biscuits. Today I'm talking with my friend and colleague Nandi Bebe. Hey, hello. Hi Nandi. Hi. Uh, so before we get down to business, what is your either virtual or real biscuit of choice today? Oh, um, my virtual biscuit of choice is a fruit shortbread. You know those little... Um, come with the name of them I haven't got one now I'm just imagining it that's what I would have had if I'd got biscuits on my shop run there's like fruit short biscuits that kind of have a sort of scalloped edge oh, I know I took me a while to catch up with your unusual biscuit but I did <laughs> I've decided today to go with those little lotus biscuits in packets that you get in hairdressers like caramel delicious free things oh, oh gosh yeah they're great yeah that's they're what I decided to go with today um, yeah. So, how's lockdown going? Paint me a picture. Tell me where you are. Um, I am. So, at present, I'm here in London, East London. I've got lots of windows in my room. I can see tr- a tree and the blue sky. So it's it's all right, actually. I mean, it's it's in its natural waves. Sometimes it's like, oh, it's quite calm. Sometimes it's like, oh, this is completely mad. <laughs> but it's all good. Eating a lot. Cooking a lot there's something calming about the fact that everybody's in the same position yeah I, I agree for sure. can feel sorry for ourselves which as actors and theatre makers we often can because often you're yeah. it's not your choice is it you know to not be working but that's what I feel is that you know there's no self-pity at the moment which is quite liberating yeah yeah I, I, I feel you and actually kind of the amount of times I'm sure people all over the in lots of different fields, especially ours, when things get busy, it's like, oh, I just, oh, I just love it. A week completely off or a month completely off. Well, here we are. So <laughs> we might as well just sort of sit into it somehow. And yeah, there is something quite um, bringing together that we're all sharing this moment. Yeah. Right. Together. Well, before we get on to any other business, what's your first record choice and why? My first record of choice is a song by the Commodores called Night Shift. Yes. And I chose, um, I thought of this, I just sort of think a few songs that came to my head when thinking about our tea time. And this one I chose because it really reminds me of my mum, particularly like my family. Um, Like growing up, like she had lots of, uh, we always had like a little record player and there's always been music in my house. And then there's sort of a select, there's like a few select records that my mum had in our living room. And this was this was one of them. And and just that kind of way of like my when my mum talks about the Commodore, she was definitely swooning at the uh, at the band. So, <laughs> and um, so this song always reminds me of her. And also she was a nurse. So the and the the whole thing of the night shifts just always makes me think of her working the night shifts. And then it's also a really banging tune. Oh, it's really banging. What a lovely story. Here it is. Marvin, Marvin, 
big thumbs up from me and Simon Baker in the studio. Oh. Excellent, excellent news. I guess it also made me, you know, think of the, well, my mum was in there, she's, she's retired now, but um, and wasn't able to join the, the front line at this present moment, but, the, you know, they're kind of, there are a lot of people working overtime at the minute. For sure. So, yeah, it felt kind of apt in that way as well. Oh, it's beautiful. Come so, we go back a few years now because I've been reminiscing. So we met, I think, in 2015. Yeah, we did. Right. And um, you were recommended to me by my friend Sarah Wright because she'd been working on the show at the Young Vic, A Season in the Congo, directed yeah. by her brother, Joe Wright. Yes. And I was looking for somebody to do um, my production of 946, the Michael Morpurgo book. And she said, I think you're really going to like this woman. And I can remember going to see that show and you shining out from it and then meeting you and, well, just um, falling in love. It's, um, it's you know, you meet somebody and you go, wow, she's amazing. Um, and and I, my opinion of you hasn't changed from, from the moment. In fact, it has. I don't know why I'd say that because you're the gift that keeps giving. I just think that as a performer and a person, you just the layers of you shine through and you're just a delight to work with oh Emma, thank you god that means a lot and more than more than mutual i i can i will never forget them um, coming to meet you at the at the south bank and i and i thought 
and I remember sort of asking my agent, don't even prepare anything. They were like, no, no, just go and just go, just go and meet, just go and meet them. So I thought, okay. And then I met you in um, yeah, just like somewhere in the South Bank, like and yeah, and then you were like booth, weren't we? Yeah, so yeah, really you, seats. <laughs> yeah, kind of opposite, opposite each other. And you were like, do you want a drink? And I was sort of like. Uh, you know, maybe I should get a, a herbal tea. And you were like, I'm going to have a wine. Do you want a wine? And I thought, it's going to be fine. <laughs> and then, yeah, and it was, gosh, and I was ever so grateful. And Oh, well, yeah. it was the beginning of a fantastic friendship and journey. I mean, it, it amazed me when I hear that other people audition over and over again. I think, because I'd seen you on stage, so I knew that you could perform. And somebody I love and respect had told me you were a top bird. So then I think, really, all that's left is to have a glass of wine and see if we get on. Yeah, yeah. Auditioning so odd, because sometimes all you know is that somebody's good at auditioning, which is no use to you in life, really. Yeah, yeah. And I... and. I'm much, yeah, it was for like it's you get a, a feeling from, from people, don't you? But I, and it's hard to get that sometimes in those audition si- situations. And yeah, some people are like really good at them, some people are bad at them. I, I definitely can never tell in audition spaces, but I, it was a, an amazing amount of trust that you. In, uh, gave me so. I, well, I tell you what, there's a there's a magic thing. My one of my memories, I remember it very clearly. But you're you're of a dance background, aren't you? Which I'll yeah. talk about in a minute. So you're a trained dancer, and then a, start done puppetry, and obviously taken to it very immediately, which is why Sarah had recommended you. And oh. almost at the end, so I was looking for a puppeteer and a and a, a mover and an actor, and then oh. at the very end, I said, oh oh just it doesn't matter it's not a deal breaker but do you sing and you said um yeah I, I can yeah I can I can hold a tune if ever there was an understatement Nandi Bebe if ever there was an understatement it's that so I sort of when you when I said yeah come on she's great you know and, and if she's not a great singer she can be in the chorus that's fine I mean what a voice you've got <laughs> that's I will, I will never forget actually. I mean, that whole time in, in Cornwall was really, really special to me and, and like, and just to be there with you, be there with everybody. It was a real, a real moment in my, in my life and in my friendships and in my, yeah, creative life as well. But just, the, um, again, it's also the amount of trust and open space that you, um, you created. And, but I remember there was like, there was that one rehearsal and, um, Ade was, I think he was away on that day and then we were singing Swing Low and nobody knew the, the words. But, so we just started singing it. But those sort of, those sort of funny um, situations that kind of open things up or having the space to feel like that's okay to just um, open up. And it taught me a lot that, that um, working in that way or just being open to things and sharing. Surround yourself with great people and then give them the space to surprise you. It works. And I remember that moment. We were stood outside of the barns because it was a neat high show in the sunshine in a circle. And you just took it. And I can remember the whole company, just our jaws hitting the ground and going, wow, look at this. So I'm going to um, follow this with a recording of you singing live in 946 we think this was in Berkeley California um, a Nina Simone song I wish I knew how it feels to be free I wish I knew how it would feel to be free I wish I could break all these chains 
sound incredible and i love the fact it's live you can feel the energy can't you yeah oh there's a good times there's a good good times there's a i mean it's really special to me that recording um and that song's really special to me i've used it several times on and off but i feel that it's really close to my heart and it was the play out music of the red shoes which was the one of the, only the second piece of theatre I made but in many ways it was the first because yeah. I think it was the first one that I really invested my whole self into yeah. um, and I and I've really felt that it was an expression of such a, a personal need for freedom as well and it was yeah. a time in my life where I, I found it I had to fight for my freedom a little bit, my freedom to be an artist and my, my freedom to make my own choices. So yeah. that songs I felt lived with me for many, many years. And then hearing it in your voice there, it's just it's just such a wonderful chain of humanity that joins up. Oh, oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, I feel similarly actually with that tune. And and many many a a Nina tune or the, the tunes that she's covered as well. So your second choice is also Nina Simone. Tell me about this one and why. Yeah. So, um, like I say, yeah, N- Nina, like, feels really close to my heart for, for lots of reasons. And from sort of young, I, I had a 
a good friend who like really introduced me to a lot of her. He was a really amazing p- pianist and introduced me to a lot of her songs. And then of course, Nina singing that with with our show, which is amazing. And then it feels actually like sort of followed like followed me around, or I always feel like I come back to her. Or, um, and I've just finished reading her uh, autobiography, which I'd really recommend. It's really amazing, and I just. Uh, yeah, I'm not just yeah, ever inspired by her and who she is and her her belief in herself and the fight in her and just this really truthful music, but with all this yeah, incredible ability. Yeah, she, yeah, she kind of feels very close to me. And then this thing of yeah, sort of finding myself singing her her tunes or versions of in in shows. And I this song uh, I just sang it in a project I did in the in the winter with a company called Anu and. Um, Similarly, with the kind of lyrics of I wish I thought to be free, the lyrics in this song are this idea of like uh, an, uh, imagining a new uh, a new world coming, a new future coming, even in the midst of things being being tricky. That something possible is just around the bend, and it's like in the little sort of chorus, but it talks about it coming in love and coming in joy, and um, that feels has felt applicable in lots of parts of my life <laughs> of just trying to trust the, the hard hard times in um in the in the loose sorry of the good new world that's coming and it feels like that's kind of uh, necessary to think about now as well of like we've got to imagine those possibilities we've got to imagine that new world and she's just so good at making those things feel feel real yeah There's a new world coming And it's just around the bend There's a new world coming This one's coming to an end There's a new voice calling You can hear it if you try And it's growing stronger With every day that passes by Yeah, yeah, yeah There's a brand new morning Rising clear and sweet and free There's a new day dawning That belongs to you and me Yes, a new world's coming You know the one I'm talking about The one we've had visions of And it's coming in peace Coming in joy Coming in peace, coming in joy, coming in peace, coming in joy, coming in love. 
another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up the wrath of God, and I saw as it were a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them that have gotten the victory over the beast, and over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand on the sea of glass, me (laughs) so moving on we um 946 was a huge journey for all of us wasn't it we took that around the world and it's amazing those times feel so distant now but you know we we took it everywhere didn't we the stirring creatures um but then i went to the globe and you came with me and you did midsummer night's dream with me and you also did Twelfth Night. So you were part of my gang through that whole amazing chapter. Tell me a little bit about your experience of the globe. Oh, wow. Gosh. Um, yeah, what a, what a ride. Uh, it was it was so exciting and so um, galvanising. And it just felt, I don't know, it felt like we were, that's where we were all meant to be at that time, making that work in that space. And um, especially in you know, that first um summer it was yeah a really powerful and exciting moment the globe is such a special uh building or that that relationship with with the audience and and the work is something i'll never i'll never forget it felt exceptionally magical and um yeah learned so much and, and grew so much in that in that work and in that those interactions yeah it was very special um, I, my 
I've got so many memories of certainly of Midsummer Night's Dream because it was alchemic, wasn't it? When oh. that show hit the hit the audience, and it was so—I don't think I knew it, but it was so transgressive because it was quite naughty at the beginning, wasn't it? About um, Shakespeare and the rules, and then, but it also had a, a gay relationship. It had a gay yes. kiss, which yes. had a sort of was cheer to the heavens, didn't it? We used to get yes. huge cheer. Um, I, I find. And then, but the the end, the thing that I remember most about you is <laughs> <laughs> you were playing Snug. Is that right? Have I got the right S? Starveling. Starveling. Sorry, there you go. That was my... Anyway, the one that is the man in the moon, which is supposed <laughs> to be um, carrying a, a lantern and a stick. And yes. I decided that Nandy would look really funny in an astronaut's outfit. <laughs> and various people kept saying, and you did look really funny. And um, the thing about the mechanicals is they're kind of not that funny in the rehearsals. It's a real slog, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real kind of hold your nerve moment. Just go to it's going to be all right. You know, it's going to be all right, um, even though none of us quite know it. But anyway, I got it in my head that an astronaut's outfit would be funny. And then we got into tech and it did look funny. And people kept saying, but that's um, not the man. That's the man on the moon, not in the moon. And people kept saying it and na- nagging at me at whether it, it quite, the joke worked with the text. Yes. And I kept saying, it'll be all right, it'll be all right. It looks funny and it gives a really strong look. And um, and then they were going in my ears. And then I think it was uh, maybe on the first preview, I said to you, Nandy, just say, why is everybody so obsessed with the text? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, so we put it into the show, didn't we? Zoo been playing... Um, Theseus yeah. something like it should be the man in the moon not the man on the moon and you said why is everybody so obsessed with text yeah <laughs> it brought the house down every night and almost every reviewer mentioned it yeah yeah it's true it's a shining line there in the and I mean, I, f- I felt it was me shining through and you because you are not a performer that's obsessed with text. You speak in so many different languages of which the voice is only one. Um, and anyway, it just made me like that laugh that I feel that we created between us a defining moment of my tenure at the Globe. And it was yeah. a little throwaway I'm remark. Very proud, very, very proud. Of it. Yeah, yeah. There's so many ways to communicate something and... Yeah. We should do more, yeah. Um, so here's a bit of throwback. Here's a bit of live footage. We think this is from the open dress at the Globe. Here you go. Come now, a roundel and a fairy song. Then, for the third part of a minute, hence, some to kill cankers in the musk rose buds, some war with bats for their leathern wings to make my small elves coats, and some kick back the clamorous owl that nightly hoots and wonders at our quaint spirits. Sing me now asleep, then to your offices and let me rest. You spotted snakes with double tongue, thorny hedgehogs be not seen, newts and blind Not 
So that was Andy Bebe's first fairy and Meow Meow playing Titania. Amazing memories, aren't they? Tell me about your next record, which I've never heard of and why you've chosen it. Oh, yeah. So this tune is, um, so a friend of mine, when I was doing this show called Fellas, this is like, you know, going years back, like nearly eight, nine years ago, which which also stays really close to my heart. And um, that show was all about fellow cooties, so all about music and life and when. So there were lots of really wonderful people from that show as well that I'm still friends with. But this particular song, um, the guitarist there was a good friend of mine called Ricardo, and he, we were doing one night of like sharing songs and he played me this song by this Brazilian singer called Elise, Elise Regina. And um, it just never left me. You know, sometimes these songs are sort of stay, stay with you. And um, I, I only actually just, like today was looking at what the words actually mean, but the sort of feeling in it, the, the, the sound in it, I, I've always just yeah, thought was really beautiful. And when I was talking with him, he was talking about this, um, this kind of style of music that's Kind of got a kind of bittersweetness, and they, you feel that in a lot of Brazilian music and lots of music around the world. But this this sort of bittersweetness of life, all the songs that have this sort of uh, sweet sadness or this uh, that kind of feeling around it. But this song always feels like that for me. And as I've been sort of doing my, my daily walks, this is one of the tunes I always end up listening to, and it really reminds me of those amazing like nights of sharing songs or when someone tells you about something that really that they really love. It's a really beautiful thing to watch somebody share something that they really love. So. É pau, é pedra, é o fim do caminho. É um resto de toco, é um pouco sozinho. É um caco de vidro, é a vida, é o sol. É a noite, é a morte, é o laço, é o anzol. É peroba do campo, nó da madeira, caindo candeia. É uma tita pereira. Madeira de vento, tombo da ribanceira É o mistério profundo, é o queira ou não queira É o vento ventando, é o fim da ladeira É a viga, é o vão, festa da comieira É a chuva chovendo, é conversa ribeira Das águas de março, é o fim da canseira É o pé, é o chão, é a marcha estradeira Passarinho na mão, pedra de atiradeira Uma ave no céu, uma ave no chão É um regato, é uma fonte, é um pedaço de pão É o fundo do poço, é o fim do caminho No rosto desgosto, é um pouco sozinho É um strep, é um prego, é uma ponta, é um ponto É um pingo pingando, é uma conta, é um conto É um peixe, é um gesto uma prata brilhando É a luz da manhã É o tijolo chegando É a lenha, é o dia É o fim da picada É a garrafa de cana O estilhaço na estrada É o projeto da casa É o corpo na cama É o carro guiçado É a lama, é a lama É um passo, é uma ponte É um sapo, é uma rã É um resto de mato Na luz da manhã São as águas de março fechando o verão É a promessa de vida no teu coração É pau, é pedra, é o fim do caminho É um resto de tudo, é um pouco 
pouco sozinho É uma cobra, é um pau, é João, é José É um espinho na mão, é um corte no pé São as águas de março fechando o verão É a promessa de vida no teu coração É pau, é pedra, é o fim do caminho É o resto de tudo, é um pouco sozinho é uma ponte, é um sapo, é uma rã É um belo horizonte, é uma febre terça São as águas de março fechando o verão A promessa de vida no teu coração É pau, é pedra, é o fim do caminho É o resto de tudo, é um pouco sozinho É pau, é pedra, é o fim do caminho É o resto de tudo Pedra, fim do caminho, resto de tudo, pouco sozinho. Pedra, fim do caminho, resto de tudo, pouco sozinho. Preda, caminho, pouco sozinho. Pedra, caminho. Sozinho, pedra, caminho, eu tô. Oh, that's brought some lightness. That's yeah, like a cool breeze. And I, I think there's there's a few different recordings. And at the end of this one, you get like in the recordings, she laughed mid like mid recording, but they kept it in, which I always really enjoy. Bit bit of humanness in you. Yeah. Oh, you have to let the humanness exactly, through, don't you? Otherwise, it's too shiny, is what I say. I don't want kid too shiny. Me neither, those. Me neither. <laughs> well, Nandi, it's been fantastic having tea and biscuits with you, and I want to take a rare chance to just say thank you for being such an amazing friend and um, colleague and I'm really excited that who knows when we'll be back but you're going to be working on Wuthering Heights with me yeah I can't um, wait it, it's really keeping me going that um, me and such a fantastic company will tell a new story and we will share it with audiences at some point in the future yeah just to say absolutely. what an amazing woman you are I was I was thinking about it as you know our dear friend Mike Shepherd often talks about theatre as if it's football and he always yeah. says that to make a good company you need to have some really great midfielders and a couple of strikers um, and I feel that you're both you're a rare performer that's the kindest most generous most empathetic company member but oh my god if you have the ball it goes in the back of the net every time <laughs> physically emotionally musically so thank you you're bloody talented and you're bloody amazing Emma god thank you so very much I love you so very dearly Oh, wait for this to lift and we can give each other a proper hug oh yeah time i'm gonna send you another memory hug this made me cry when i heard it earlier today this is again mm-hmm. from 946 and this mm-hmm. is um the song we sang in the interval we just we just brought it in gently with the lights still up and it's mm-hmm. swing low sweet chariot oh, oh no <laughs> carry me home and you'll hear first the voice of Akpore Uzo and then you'll hear Nandi coming in and then you'll hear the audience join and in many ways we are home at the moment but we're not home because we're not with the people that we love so I'm going to sing us out with Swing Low and join in if anybody's listening to this and thank you Nandi, you are my home Swing Low 
I see Coming for to carry me connection you'd like to share on tea and biscuits leave us a message on our phone line 0117 318 3846 that's 0117 318 3846 keep checking our social media for details of our next show tea and biscuits is part of wise children's lockdown thanks for hanging out with us bye <laughs>